And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set with your host, Darren Starr. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to whatever episode this is of The Drop Set. Uh, Darren here. Thank you. I've lost count. Um, and <laughs> uh, frankly, at this point, I'm just too lazy to go back and look at the archives and see what I put up last. So it, it's 70 something, I don't know, something in that general range. So I wanted to kick things off today with um, a discussion, uh, a quick discussion about um, the poll that was up on the website at thedropset.com and the new one that I'm putting up today. So the last one, it's been up there for a couple weeks. Um, it was asking, uh, do you find yourself judging people who aren't into bodybuilding or training in some way? And I got some messages from people on this that were kind of enlightening, which um, were, I won't, I won't go into the details on what they were, um, but some people were saying eh, they were kind of copping to it and be like, yeah, yeah, I, I really kind of do. Um, and the poll results were very interesting. Um, 75% of you said yes. You do find yourself judging people who aren't into bodybuilding or training in some way. And I did say when I posted that question, I'm like, be honest, be honest. And it looks like you were. And, uh, you know, 25% said no, which, you know, I believe that you're being honest as well. And full disclosure, I was one of those 25%. Because um, I, I I don't. You know, for me, it's, it's a very personal thing. It's all about me. It's not about anybody else. So I also know, hey, buddy, you okay? Taz is having a little breathing fit next to me. Come here, buddy. Come here. Oh. I know. Do you want to say something to all the people out there? No, then he stopped. He had nothing to say to you guys, but he's looking at me very sheepishly like, I'm sorry for interrupting your podcast, Dad. He has no idea what I'm doing. Um, it's a very personal thing for me. You know, it, it, it's about me. It's about what I want to do. And um, I know it's hard. I know it's not for everybody. And my circle of immediate friends, um, I'm the only one in that circle that cares about this at all. And realistically that even has a gym membership. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't judge them for that because you know, it's, it's simply not for everybody. And if it was, then suddenly there would be a, <laughs> I don't think it would mean quite as much. It's kind of like, you know, having a car isn't special because everybody has one or two, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I'm okay with that. I am. So uh, no, I, I don't. But uh, if you do, that's okay. And I would just say, you know, recognize it, own it, acknowledge it, and just don't be a dick about it. <laughs> that's all. Like ju judge quietly, I guess. Um, new poll that I put up online, and this is um, kind going to kind of lead into where we're going a little bit later. So later on, we're going to have a burning ceremony on the podcast here. Not a literal one, but a, a podcast equivalent to a burning ceremony. And if you don't know what that is, you will find out soon. Um, it's going to be a spiritual moment for everybody involved, or at least for me, I hope. So the question that I have for you is, um, oh, I had it up here and then I lost it. I've got too many screens up, too many screens. Um, okay. The question says, especially when you can't hear their sound in any way, should gyms have TVs? Yes, it's a nice distraction. No, I don't need distractions. So I feel my question here is going to color the answers in some way. But what I'm really looking to, to know is, you know, when, when a gym is loaded up with TVs, and this is every gym that I've ever been in in the last 12 years probably, um, is there any benefit in that? Um, I am considering uh, talking to the people in my gym and saying, take those things down and sell them on Craigslist or something and get some money back. 
because they're awful. Um, so the things that we'll have on uh, TV, so I'm going to keep politics out of this. Political opinions have no uh, <laughs> no uh, place in a bodybuilding podcast, that's for sure. So I'm going to remain neutral on this. But I, I also believe that they have no place in a gym. So if you've got Fox News, CNN, or MSNBC on in a, a gym, it's like, you know what? If, you, if you've got to stay abreast of the news that badly that you need to see what's going on in the world while you're working out, you probably got other priorities and maybe you just shouldn't be in the gym. If you can't unplug from that bullshit for an hour a day, you, you got some issues. Um, Sports Center, that and you know, seeing some highlights, all right, that, that's okay. But you know, again, if I really cared, I would watch it at home or I'd pull up ESPN.com and I would check it on my own. I, you know, I used to be a huge sports fan. These days lately, I'm not. I've just got other stuff I'm worried about, and it just it, it means less and less to me the older I get. Um, so I'll, I'll see like a basketball highlight on TV and be like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's a nice play. Oh, all right. And then before you know it, my you know 60 second rest break has turned into three minutes, and I'm you know I'm losing my pump and I'm totally out of the zone. So it's not serving any useful purpose in that way. Um, and especially when there's no sound. So some TVs, then they'll have the captioning on, so then you're just staring at it more intently, trying to focus on what's being said. Um, or they don't have captioning on at all, so you're only getting half the experience. And so the, the way that the question is, is worded here, especially when you can't hear the sound in any way, because I know a lot of gyms, they'll have like a row of TVs in front of the cardio equipment, and then you can plug in, um, or they've got a Bluetooth connection where you can um, you know c connect to... Oh, they've got like uh, radio frequencies that you can use or you can, you know, they, they've got transmitters that you can connect to. So there's ways that you can pick up audio from those TVs and some of the fancier gyms. Um, but especially if there's no way to connect at all. And in wh where I go, all of the TVs are on the wall furthest away from all the cardio equipment. So you can really only see what's going on. Um, when you're either, you know, at the dumbbell rack or you can watch the 700 club on Sunday when you're in a squat rack, which I've never understood the point of that. Um, but uh, this is the stuff that they have on TV. So go figure, or it's like the today show. I'm mean, really, I mean, who, who is benefiting from this and we can't hear anything. So it's just all visual stimulus and it's just all designed to distract you. And this is a pretty hardcore gym that I go to. Um, it's not a planet fitness, uh, where, you know, I mean, you know, no, no disparaging intended to those who go to Planet Fitness. I know it is, for a lot of people, the most convenient facility there is. It's also not really like a hardcore place where you, where you go if you're like, you know, oh my God, I'm so serious about this. I mean, sometimes it can be if it's really the only thing close to you, but it's usually a gym of last resort um, for, for people that are, that are really into it. So, you know, you would expect something like that, a level of distraction in a place like that, but not, not in every gym. So just go check it out, thedropset.com, vote, let me know, shoot me some notes. And you know what? Also, um, email me or send me via Instagram, uh, message me there, send me some pictures of the, the gym arrangement, or I'm sorry, the TV arrangement in your gym, especially if it's really nonsensical or over the top, like there's a huge cluster of TVs in a really random spot or anything like that. I'm just curious to see other people's gym setups and what they're dealing with. Um, I'll, uh, I'll post one in my story here, um, maybe, maybe today or tomorrow, so you can see what I'm dealing with on a daily basis. Um, hey, uh, let's see, a couple things. I actually wrote out a little bit of an outline here. So um, I have a new plan that will be available online by the end of day today. I'm recording this nice and early in the morning. It's 7.35 currently as I'm about eight minutes in on this episode here. Um, so I'm going to be going to the gym. I've already done cardio. I'm a meal in. So um, 
I've got some stuff to do, but I'll be out and about um, hitting chest and doing a little bit of errand running um, later today. But uh, later on, uh, by, by afternoon today, I will have online the next workout plan in uh, or my, my latest offering, which is called Women's Physique Blueprint. So this goes hand in hand with the Women's Physique um, judging standards breakdown that I posted last week. Um, so the, the idea being here's the judging standards, and then here is a workout plan that kind of conforms to those standards. Now, because women's physique is a little bit more of like a comprehensive, you know, classical bodybuilding aesthetic, this is one that works for just about everybody, you know, and it's totally usable by guys as well. So don't let the name fool you. It is just kind of like an overall, you know, we're targeting a little bit of, of the kind of thing that they want in, um, in women's physique, but you know, I've gone through splits like this. I would say the current workout split that I'm going through has a lot of similarities to this actually. Um, but you can check it out. If you go to five star physique.com and click on workout plans, you'll see it up there. I'm trying something different with this one also where I have, and this, uh, I'm, I may do this for other plans as well. Um, going forward and retroactively is I have a pro edition of this plan available. So, um, for a slightly higher cost, you can purchase the pro edition, which is the same actual workout plan. Um, but then you also get um, a week's worth of feedback and commentary from me on videos that you send me uh, from that split. So if you're in a position where you can record yourself and you want some feedback, you want to know if you're doing things correctly, um, the the pro edition of the plan um, will... Uh, Get, get you access to me. So you can send me literally like, here's everything that I've done for the week. All right, cool. And you know, depending on how that comes in, like if you send me a, a few on one day and a few the next day, I might just respond each day. Um, or if you send me like, here's 35 videos for the week, I'm like, all right, I'm going to need some time on this <laughs> to, to catch up and get unburied from it. Um, but that is, uh, that is an option. So if you're wanting to know a, if you're doing things correctly, like, does this look right? Because a lot of these movements, they're, they're a little bit different and you might not have done them before. And I, I hate making the assumption. Um, and you know, at a, at a certain cost point, I kind of have to make the assumption, but I, I don't like making the assumption that things are getting done correctly. I'd like to see what you're doing, um, and be able to correct it. Um, is it being done correctly? Is it being done safely? And then the important thing, is it being done with an appropriate level of efficiency and intensity? That's what I'm really looking for. So that's the kind of feedback you'd get from me. So it's personalized. I actually record it much like I'm recording a podcast episode here and I send you an audio file. So you hear narration over what I'm seeing on your work. So that is uh, something that will be online, uh, fivestarphysique.com. Click on workout plans. It'll be up at the very top uh, by the end of the day today. So if you have questions on that, certainly reach out to me in any way at all. Um, so we've got a, uh, a voice memo, a memo, a voicemail that came in uh, yesterday. I don't know who this was. Um, so the first like six seconds of it got cut off somehow. And uh, so I don't know what it is. And I missed the first little part of it, but I got the gist of it. So uh, let's roll the tape and uh, see what's going on here. And I've read a lot of information on um, protein not needing to be as high as one gram per pound of body weight. And I wanted to know your thoughts on that, on whether uh, lower protein is a, an okay idea or if it depends on the person or not. Um, and I have also followed a couple um, big bodybuilding men who get a lot less than a gram of body weight per day, and they seem to be doing fine. Just curious what your thoughts are on that. Thank you. 
All right, thank you for that. So once again, I don't know who that was. Uh, if you if you introduced yourself, the first uh, handful of seconds got cut off there. I believe the first word that came through was vegan, um, which then kind of sets the stage for everything else that follows there. So um, it's funny also, when I get a, uh, a message from that Google Voice number, here, let, let me give it to you really quick, 865-518-2974. There you go, thank you very much. Um, I get an email notification saying, hey, you've got a new voice memo, uh, voicemail, and uh, in the email, it does a uh, like a speech to text translation of what it thinks is in the memo, and so it's really funny to read that and be like, well, I I read that and usually it's like really hard to tell like what in the world is this person talking about? And then I listen to it and I'm like, wow, that was a really really rough approximation of a translation there. That was really dicey. So uh, the question being about protein requirements, and this is something that doesn't have a clear cut answer because you can find a study to support just about anything except the most extreme high ends, which is all supported via anecdotal evidence and, you know, decades of practice, which is not necessarily, you know, I mean, my, my take on it. And, and clear, if you're listening to this, you're, you're, you're listening for my take and not a recitation of studies. So let me give you a, a little bit about my experience and what I think on this. So, um, the old school approach, which is, like one and a half to, to two grams per pound, uh, one and a half to two grams of protein per pound of body weight, really high. So for me, that puts me, you know, I'm, I'm currently, uh, boy, I'm shrinking. I'm like 212 right now. Um, so that puts me at somewhere around like 300 to 400 grams of protein under the old school requirements. So, um, that that's the low end, or I'm sorry, that's the high end. The low end, I would say for practical purposes is about one gram per pound. I don't really find that there's much of any value going lower than that. Um, unless your body has a really difficult time digesting protein. And if that's the case, you will know it will not be a subtle thing. Um, I mean, just, just try it. You know, I mean, if you're at whatever level, like if you're really low, try increasing it and see if, see, see what your stomach thinks about that. And if you're, um, on the, on the high side of things, try bringing it down and see if that changes anything at all. So if, if like for me right now, if I was at, let's say 320 grams of protein, I tried to bring that down to like 270, which is a pretty significant drop. And you know, that's 50 grams. We don't just necessarily want to lose, uh, math 200 calories. Yeah. Uh, it, it's early. I did mention that. Right. Um, so you'd want to make that up uh, somewhere else. Um, but you, you could also just try in a vacuum. Let me just drop that protein down not really paying attention to any change in appetite, but see how it impacts your digestion. So the key things that I'm concerned with here are energy levels, lethargy, digestion, and then just are we hitting the the basic requirements here? So um, at this point, I feel like I could probably get away with less because I've been doing this a long time. And the more established your body is, the more lenient you can be with your macros. So if you are actively trying to put on size or you've put on size, but you know, like you've put on a lot of size in the last year, but it's still relatively new. I, I don't think necessarily going with lower protein intake is a good idea just because protein, I mean, the idea is that is what muscle is made out of, not literally, but going through some processes in the body. That's how we build muscle. That's how we retain it as well. Um, once your body is, is established and, and kind of develops a set point as to where it is, you can skid a little bit on protein intake. Like I could probably get by with, you know, 200 grams right now and be okay. I would not necessarily consider that optimal. Um, but you will find a lot of guys, um, almost exclusively guys, um, male coaches specifically, 
who are big fans of crazy, crazy, crazy levels of protein intake. Um, I, uh, and I'm not even sure that they really know because a lot of the way that these, the way that a lot of these guys work is they just write out a meal plan. They don't know what the damn macros are. And they're like, here, have eight ounces of this, have a cup of this, have, you know, three tablespoons of this, blah, 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 blah. That's not how I work. So, you know, my, an old coach of mine, he would write up plans like that and send it to me. And then I would then plug it into a spreadsheet. Cause I'm like, what are the numbers? And my protein was like 390 grams. I'm like, that seems really damn high to me. Um, but he was adamant, like, that's where it's got to be. I'm like, eh, I don't know. And I tell you, I felt like crap. I felt like I weighed 5,000 pounds. Um, I, uh, just, you know, eating became a chore. Um, and you know, I was doing everything I could to make it relatively tasty, but you know, there's only so much of a two by four you can chew on before you just feel like, uh, just shooting yourself in the head is not appealing. <laughs> it's not appealing. Protein is one of those things where when you overdo it, I think it becomes a test for a lot of people like, okay, how bad do you want this? Can you eat 10 pounds of meat a day? Because <laughs> if you can't, that just means you don't want it bad enough, which is a ridiculous concept, of course. Um, but for me, 380, that's the highest I've gone. And that just felt so excessive, just so crazy. And so I knew like, okay, I got to drop this back down a little bit. And so then when I, when I wrote up the numbers for my cut to start off with, I had an idea of where I wanted to start. And it was, uh, it was, it was a very, very modest 255. And so um, 255 compared to the weight that I started at, which was 219, that's under 1.2 grams per pound, which I think is a good general place to be. So if you are a 120 pound woman and you're rocking 200 to 220 grams of protein a day, that's excessive. That is unnecessary. And basically, I mean, the, the, the issues there that, I mean, there's, you know, it could impact your digestion. It's really going to impact your energy. It's going to impact your appetite in a big way as well, just because protein is really filling. So th this is one reason why on a cut sometimes I may actually increase protein a little bit higher um, for a couple reasons. I think increased protein can help with muscle preservation, but also, um, it's going to fill you up like an extra ounce of a, a protein source here and there is going to fill you up more than an equivalent number of calories from a carb source. It's going to stick with you for longer. So it's kind of like an appetite mitigation strategy as well. Not necessarily because, Oh, we need this protein, but just because this is going to have you feeling a little bit more satisfied. Um, the, another reason is budgetary. So if you're having like eight to 10 to 11 or 12 ounce protein portions, four, five, six times a day. I mean, I don't know about you, but I got a car payment. I got to pay for my own health insurance. Um, I got a mortgage. Uh, yeah. I mean the, the grocery bill, I, I can't have it surpassing any of those things. So, uh, I got to keep the protein a little bit more modest. So for me, 255 feels like a sweet spot. Now that is not to say that I might not bump it a little bit as I get deeper into this cut. It just kind of depends on, well, a couple things. It depends on what my coach says, um, but also just how I feel. And if I, if I feel strongly one way or the other, I'm going to bring that up to her and just let her know as well. And then we can kind of work on that together. So, um, yeah, in, in general, I think uh, you, you can get away with less the more experience you have, but it also depends on what you're trying to do. Um, I think if, if you're trying to, to cut weight, I think it makes sense to drop it, uh, to, to increase it a little bit. Um, and if you're trying to grow, I think you need a sufficient amount. And I wouldn't necessarily go under one gram per pound. Um, if you're looking at people that support that, um, I, I don't know. I suspect that those are the kind of people that, you know, pretty much any level of protein intake would work for them. I, I consider that for bodybuilding purposes 
to be kind of the floor. Um, and a, uh, uh, a client of mine, actually, he, he was asking a similar question in his check-in yesterday, which was fortuitous timing. And he, he was just kind of wondering the same thing, like, you know, pro is, do we really need the protein intake? Because you look at somebody like, you know, I think he referenced Shaolin monks. He's like, they look pretty ripped, you know, and they're, they're on like vegetarian diets. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. They're ripped, but, you know, they're not bodybuilders. They're not focusing on muscle mass, muscle preservation or anything like that. So there is a difference between being lean and being a bodybuilder. So uh, there's there's a Venn diagram somewhere between those two um, where, uh, well, I don't know what it would look like. Um, but just being being lean, yeah, you can get lean on really low protein. But if you want to preserve muscle tissue and have muscle fullness and have, you know, uh, muscular contractile ability. I mean, I don't know a lot of Shaolin monks that are going and lifting six days a week, um, and doing hardcore stuff like that. So they do, they do plenty of other things, but they aren't doing that. So, um, anyway, that, that's my take on protein levels. So once again, uh, whoever that was who left that message, let me know, shoot me a message or something so I can give you a little credit after the fact. I'd appreciate that. Okay. So now we move on to the meat and potatoes figuratively of this episode. Um, what I want to do now is have a little burning ceremony. And so this is for my benefit. So y'all can come along for this. Um, a burning ceremony, if you don't know, it's kind of like a, I hesitate to call it spiritual, but it's kind of like a self-awareness exercise. And my wife turned me on to this and it's not something that I do regularly at all. Um, but she, she told me about it and I'm just like, that is really interesting and that is curious and it's just something that's always kind of fascinated me since then so the idea being we all have things in our life that bug us or that hold us back uh, that we can't let go of that we uh, you know we hold on to grudges negative thoughts uh, negative feelings you know anything that is not moving us forward that we're holding on to is something that we would probably do well to get rid of um, and a burning ceremony is where you take one of those things or several of those things and you write them on a piece of paper and then you burn it. You light it on fire and you throw it in a fireplace or a jar or something like that. So that's the idea. And so you're, you're taking an official act to get rid of this stuff. And you could just say, okay, I'm not going to think about this anymore, but it's the idea of having a physical act, like a very deliberate thing associated with it that kind of helps your brain process that it's something that you're letting go of. And so I find myself, and I don't know if it's because I'm cutting right now and it's because I am uh, more irritable or just more tired in general, but man, some stuff is pissing me off these days. <laughs> and I, I recognize I'm like, I got to just let go of this stuff. This is not helping me at all. So I have a, a list here of six things. And so I'm not going to write anything down or set it on fire. But my hope is that, um, I mean, not, not as far as you know, I might set some shit on fire later. It kind of depends on how well this goes. Um, my, uh, my burning ceremony here is just going to be to say this stuff and talk about it in hopes that I can get it out there spew it out of my mouth and then have it just be gone from my brain. So that's what I'm going to try here. So I have six things on my list. So this is kind of like a return of the pet peeve of the week, except you're getting a six for one deal here. So the first one is cupping pictures. Holy balls. I hate those things. Like, Hey, I just had cupping therapy. Now look at me. Uh, I look disgusting. And I mean, seriously, I look at these pictures and they make me want to throw up. Now I realize it's something weird with me. Uh, 
I know that that's not a normal reaction, but I see these things. I'm scrolling through my Instagram feed or on a story, and I see one of those, and it's just like, mm, uh, I mean, it's I, I can't deal with it. It just it's it, it's kind of annoying, but mostly just gross. I don't I, I can't stand that at all. And there there's a guy that comes in on the weekends to the gym where I go, and he does this for people, and he just sits him there, like you know, right out in the open, like right in the little walkway next to the bathrooms, and you just see people sitting there, and they're getting this cupping thermo. I, I can't even look at that. Oh my god, that is so nasty. I'm not, uh, anyway. So there you go. That that's that's number one. Cupping pictures. Number two, powerlifters. Not all powerlifters, but. Every power lifter that goes to my gym, every single one of them. So <laughs> every last one of them that's there anytime between the hours of nine and noon. Um, and, and on weekends also, uh, I swear, it's like these people have been genetically engineered to annoy the shit out of me. Um, and part of it is, you know, they come in with their rolling suitcases of stuff. Uh, and they just like, okay, we're going to set up shop and we're going to deadlift for a couple hours here. Um, they bring in power tools. So this is the newest thing. I don't know if you've seen this in any of your, if any of your gyms, but they bring in power tools. And so I've seen sanders and uh, jigsaws being the two. And the jigsaw, you know, thankfully they take the blade out of it, but they put on some kind of like compressive attachment. So it goes like this and it's like a self-massaging tool. And so they bring in their, their jigsaw and they plug it into the wall and they just go to town like on their shoulder or their leg or their pec or whatever with this stupid thing. And you've got this fucking power tool blazing over the music in the gym and they're doing it for like 15 minutes at a time. And I'm just getting started on the power lifters. Then they bring in their drinks and their food, their Bojangles biscuits and all this crap. And they set it up on the reverse hyper table, which is right over by the deadlift platform, because God forbid anybody wanted to use that piece of equipment for anything. And in, in our gym, I know in a lot of gyms, if you have a reverse hyper table, not a lot of people use it, but also most gyms don't have a reverse hyper table. So when you find one that does have one, it gets some use unless it's being used as a drink and food table. Oh, and you know, there's always a, a, a cluster of people that are doing it all at the same time. So if you wanted to go over there, you've got to wait for five jackasses to move all their stuff off the reverse hyper table to go use it. Um, the, the other thing is the, the, the talking up of everybody, like yelling at somebody before their squat set. And by set, I mean, you know, they're, they're single rep. Um, and it just, you know, the, it, the whole thing just smacks of look at me. Like I'm yelling at somebody, I'm yelling at the bar, I'm screaming, I'm grunting, I'm a caveman, I'm hardcore. Shut the hell up, please stop making a scene and just, you know, step up to the bar and do your thing. That's all you got to do. Um, and then the deadlifting. Um, now I have seen and heard guys who are deadlifting 225 pounds and it's like they're actively making it. They're, they're actively trying to make it sound like it's 800 pounds. Like I swear they lift it up and then they actually throw the bar down to make as much noise as possible. And for a guy like me, you know, I don't have a weak heart, thankfully, but I do startle easily. And if I'm mid set on something and somebody starts deadlifting and they, I mean, it scares the ever loving shit out of me. So anyway, that being said, I know there are a lot of powerlifters out there who are nice people, but uh, I just don't see any of them personally. Um, I, I work with a few. Um, I, I do programming for them, but I don't work out in the gym with them. I'm hoping they don't act like this, though. So leave your Bojangles outside. Leave your power tools at home. Do that shit before you go to the gym. Just stop making a scene, basically. Um, Crossfitters in a commercial gym, number three. Um, same thing. Th this is, is pretty much all due to the startle factor. Um, like, 
hey, I've just snatched 135 pounds or whatever, and now I'm going to drop it from overhead. Yes, I understand that that is the proper way to do it. And realistically, it is not safe to try and lower it in a more controlled manner. That is how it's done. However, you're not at a CrossFit gym. I'm not expecting it. You're going to scare the shit out of me. Um, that, that's all there is to it. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. Other than that, I've got no issues with you people. You're fine. Um, guys in leggings. I don't remember exactly when this trend started, but it needs to stop right now. Immediately, we're not going to ask any questions. Guys, I'm just going to ask you to have your own burning ceremony. You're going to take all those leggings and you're going to throw them in the fire pit outside and you're never going to wear them again. We're never going to speak about it again. That's it. Moving on. Um, people giving you the side eye in the gym while you're trying to record yourself. Like, pff, look at that douchebag over there. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm trying to make a living over here. I've got a social media presence that I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to, you know, make educational materials. I'm recording videos for purposes of teaching people how to do stuff. So you just take your judgmental little looks over there and you just shut the hell up with it. Okay. Thank you very much. And then the last one is gyms that play the same awful music every day. And so by every day, I, or by, by awful music, I don't know who any of these people are because I don't know any of this music. I don't recognize it. I know I'm officially now the, the get off my lawn guy and I'm okay with that. Um, the only thing that I know because, you know, the girl at the front desk, Ashley, she's sweet, but she's the one responsible for this. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I walk up to her. I'm like, what the hell is this? And she's like, oh, this is Cardi B. Like, I'm supposed to know who the fuck that is. Um, I'm like, this is awful. And so whatever genre of music that belongs to, it's, it's all the stuff that gets played on the same Pandora station along with her, I guess. Uh, I'm totally like the get off my lawn guy right now. I'm totally Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Um, I, I wish. I wish I was that badass. I'm not. Um, I feel like it, though. Like, I feel like that crotchety guy, not like I'm that cool or anything. Um, so whatever uh, genre of music that is, or of course, you've got the thing where um, it's the electronic music where it's like pitch shifting and tempo shifting to like create this huge buildup and then it cuts out and then, you know, we, we grow, go into this, this beat that gets established. I'm like, every freaking song sounds exactly the same. And you know, this is coming from a guy... I understand music, okay? So I'm not the same guy that says, oh, Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin, they, all those bands sound the same. I'm like, I can recognize the differences between music. Every song follows the same exact formula, and it's so predictable. And even though I haven't heard it before, I've heard it a thousand times. So, um, And it's just the fact that it's the same stuff every day. And I'm like, can we change the music? Oh, sure, yeah. And they turn it up. <laughs> like That is not what I meant. I did not mean change the volume. I meant actually change the music. Ooh, oh. I feel a little better. I really do. I know it sounds like I'm getting all worked up over here. Um, and I'm actually, I might be sweating a little bit. I think I actually feel a little better right now. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think that was, I think that was worth it. So, um, I think y'all should have your own burning ceremony too, or leave me a voice memo. I keep saying that a voicemail and let me know, you know, b b have your burning ceremony by calling my number and leaving a voice message and I'll play them on here. And let, let's just, let's clear the air. Let's get some of this shit out of there because boy, I do feel a lot better. Like I feel now that I, I wrote all this stuff down. I took notes in my outline here and I made notes of all those. I feel like I'm, here's what I'm going to do right now. So I'm going to close this note file and I'm not going to save it. And there we go. It's gone.
So I've got it out there. It's out in the world. It's out of my brain. Now, the next time, you know, I'm going to go to the gym in about an hour here and the first power lifter I see, you know, there's the potential for all this stuff to come flooding back in, which is a distinct possibility. But I'm going to hope that maybe from doing this, I'll have let go of it a little bit. So eh, who knows? I'll keep you posted and I'll let you, I'll let you know. So I'm going to try and come back with another episode tomorrow. Um, so, uh, yeah, I have no, uh, no brilliant parting words for you. I'm just going to leave you with that. I will thank you profusely for listening. Once again, um, the number where you can call 865-518-2974. If you go to thedropset.com, you'll also find the new poll up there. That phone number is posted as well. And uh, what else do we have? Episode archives, all that good stuff. And then you can also click on over to workout plans and check out Women's Physique Blueprint, the standard and the pro editions. Trying that now. Um, and uh, if, you're, if you're looking for a workout plan to occupy and keep you busy for about a month, that will do the trick. Absolutely. So once again, thank you all for listening. Peace out. And I will try to catch back up with you again tomorrow.